good week of training. Uh, Diego back all in. So excited that he's ready to get going. Uh, you can see in his training this week that he's missed being on the field. Uh, Carlos still not back in, in, in full training, so I don't expect him. So I would put him in the questionable category. And the rest of the group uh, is in a good way. We, we had a competitive, hard-fought game with Seattle. Uh, there were still positives that we took. Of course, I mentioned a few times areas where we could have been sharper in terms of executing, playing through windows quicker, getting to goal faster. So those are things that we continue to work on. But that's a normal part of every week. Uh, Houston has shown so far that they're an improved team, uh, some skillful players. uh, And I think that we're looking forward to a very good game. Great. Thanks, Bob. We're going to start here with Scott French. Scott, go ahead and unmute yourself. Hey, Bob. What's up, Scott? Wanted to get your thoughts on uh, Steve Terundolo joining the project. What does he bring? What do you really admire in him? And uh, and if you could talk maybe a little bit about the importance of this project with uh, Las Vegas Lights uh, and, and what it means to LAFC going forward. It's fantastic to have Steve uh, working here with us, Uh, his experience, his passion for the game. Uh, He's a smart guy Uh, throughout the entire time that I, that I had the opportunity to work with him with the national team. He was just impressive as a leader, as a, as a, a player who understood team chemistry, understood the game and I've had different conversations with him since uh, we finished with the national team. And I've always been impressed with the way he has moved into coaching, uh, going through the German course, his experiences, um, then in different situations uh, at Stuttgart. So for us, uh, it's fantastic to have him on board. And it fits with the idea that, that we want to use Las Vegas has a really important second team, plays in the same way as LAFC, uh, an opportunity for younger players to get real real games um, in, a, in a way of playing that is identical to, to what we're trying to do. Wonderful. Thank you, Bob. Thanks, Scott. Our next question, we're, we're going to go to Kevin Baxter. Kevin, take it away. There we go. Hey, Bob, thanks again for your time. All right, and, Kevin, no problem. Um, thanks for the update on, on Carlos and, and uh, Diego. Can you tell us where you are with Tristan, with Danny, and, and with Kim uh, Moon Wong? And um, the second part to that is with Carlos, you know, there was some, you know, you were kind of a little bit uh, uh, uncertain about whether that was the best decision you made Sunday. You stood by it a couple weeks ago. Now that you've seen it, it's taken two weeks. You feel a lot better about your decision now? Kevin, you, you say things at the moment to make situations easy. So believe me, uh, we're all good. I've, I've said that we don't need to spend too much time talking about how things got done in the game. Uh, and in certain moments, the easiest thing is to say, maybe I blew it. So no problem. Uh, we're, we're hopeful to get Carlos back as quickly as we can. Uh, Tristan is... 
almost ready to, to rejoin regular training, but he's been doing individual training and the possibility for him to be in the 20, in the 20 for the game exists. Uh, it's not 100%. Uh, regardless, he would not start. Uh, Danny Musovsky uh, is doing much better. Hip pointers are, are difficult. Uh, those early days are just painful. He's worked through it, and he's also, uh, he'll be in the 20 for sure. So those guys are, are very close, and, and I have my fingers crossed that Carlos uh, might be ready for a little bit next week. Uh, Moon has also been in full training this week, and he continues to adapt to um, the way we play. It's different than, than teams he's played on in the past, so there's a learning curve. Um, but he's a good guy, and he's, we, we feel confident that he's going to be able to help us, and we'll just see uh, when those first opportunities come. This time last week, you told us that uh, it looked like Edward was close to a contract extension. I'm wondering if you would could address where Carlos is. There's been a lot of talk about what's going on with Carlos. Uh, I don't have good information on that one. I know that, um, you know, my, my conversations with Carlos are, are trying to find the right way to work together with our team. Um, the relationship that he and I have where I find – hopefully find the best ways to challenge him and push him as a leader, as an important player, as one of the best players in the league uh, to find the right tone. That's my, my work on him. And I don't know anything about where it stands in terms of contract negotiations. All right. Thank you very much. Good luck. Paul Tenorio, go ahead and unmute yourself. Thanks so much. Hey, Bob. Um, Jesse Marsh was named coach of Red Bull Leipzig today. Um, obviously he's done well at Salzburg. He, he worked under you. He played under you. Um, what does it mean to you to see Jesse get a chance to manage a, a team that was in the champions league semifinal? What does it mean for American coaches? And Bob, you're probably one of the, you're, you're part of a very small group of people who understands the pressure of being an American coaching in one of those big leagues. Uh, what does Jesse face in front of him now as he takes over Red Bull Leipzig or RB Leipzig? Yeah, I'm excited and I'm proud of Jesse. Um, I've said before that he has taken his experiences as a player and as a coach, and he's turned them into uh, a leadership style. Uh, it shows in the way his teams play. Uh, Salzburg obviously has been very good again this year, fighting for another double. And the opportunity now to go to Leipzig uh, and, and continue that work. Uh, he's earned it and we're all proud of him. And I think that speaks, I think I probably speak for, for all the coaches in the U S that uh, it's great to see someone uh, grow and, and, and move forward the way he has. Thank you. Katya, go ahead and unmute yourself. Thanks, Ben. Hi, Bob. Nice to see you. Um, I wanted to ask you, well, first, what challenges will Houston possess for, for the upcoming game? And, and second, about uh, your guys' midfield, you had to make some changes, in particular how you saw Sifu uh, in the last game and his, his development and what you asked of him in, in the midfield. 
I thought Sifu played well last game. Obviously, he played a role uh, where it was forward a little bit more. At times, he was part of a front three. In other moments, he was able to drop into the midfield. Uh, I thought it gave us some tactical flexibility, both in the way we, we attacked and the way we defended and pressed. So I thought the, the understanding uh, in terms of how he fit in and what the front six looked like in different moments was quite good. And I thought uh, that that came through in the, in the Seattle game. Sorry, what was the first part? Uh, about Houston and, and the challenges that they will represent for the game. Yeah, I said at the beginning that I think Houston is an improved team. Um, they've added some different players. Um, speed on both flanks with Fafa Pico and, uh, and Tyler Pasher. Uh, you know, Yerudi is still a good player. Um, Memo Rodriguez, I think, had a very good season last year. So they're a skillful team. Uh, and you can see that that early in the year, there's uh, – they, they, in terms of, of the way they attack and the way they then in certain moments try to win the ball when they lose it, that they've really made uh, – they've really moved along since last year. Gio Garcia. Hey, Bob, I just I have two questions just to follow up on that. And we know you have a lot of depth in the midfield. Um, obviously, Sinfuentes got the start up top. Um, what would he have to do in order for him to, to break into the, the starting midfield? Or do you see him more uh, as a sub? I see good midfielders. And so I think you'll see different combinations throughout the year. And just to follow up on Marco Fafan, obviously, you got the start. What did you think uh, of his game and the performance he had this past weekend? Yeah, I thought Marco did well. Uh, we saw last year that uh, even though he's left-footed, he's got an ability to play as a right back. Uh, I thought he handled the moment really well. Uh, he continues to, to take in new ideas and work hard to improve. He's got an excellent mentality. He's smart uh, and picks up things quickly. So we're, we're very happy with the way he's progressing. Thank you. Gustavo Lopes. Hi, coach. Gustavo Lopes from Territorial MLS Brazil. Uh, I'm just wondering if you had the chance to watch the games from the Champions League this week, if you have any thoughts on the MLS performance so far. Uh, I have watched the games. Um, you know, obviously, Philadelphia and Atlanta is an all-MLS affair. I thought Atlanta started the game really well. Um, Philadelphia still has an ability in the counter, and then they punished them in the second half. Uh, I thought that Toronto uh, and Cruz Azul was a good game. Cruz Azul is more direct than they were last year. I actually thought that, that Toronto had some very good stretches, but they killed themselves with uh, the early goal and then some of their set-piece defending. Uh Columbus, Monterey, uh, all to be played for in the, in the second leg. Uh, you know, the, the, the flip-flop at the end where Columbus takes the lead and then gives back the goal, uh, sets up uh, for an interesting second leg. And then the, the, the finish of, of Portland and Club America. Uh, again, this is the first time that CONCACAF is using VAR. 
I think we've seen some calls where the VAR was on target. I've seen other situations where, based upon the camera angle, it's not clear to me that when you look at VAR, you have an obvious picture of what's happened. So, uh, you know, last year there was no there was no VAR. And, and, and so I think that there's around the world, I think there's a place for VAR, but uh, what I, what I don't like uh, is when the look is again, you, if you're looking at it off sides and there's not a, a definite camera angle, the camera angle is a little bit um not in line with the play, then then I'm not sure on a really close offside how you can use a camera angle that's not great and make a decision. And I've seen that at MLS, you know, Bradley Wright Phillips, the goal that he scored last year in the Galaxy at home uh, that was taken down. Uh, unless somebody saw an angle I saw, I, I still couldn't tell you whether that was offsides or not. So, you know, I think VAR has a place um, and I, I think how it gets used is key. Uh, I would say that uh, so far this season in MLS, uh, in some critical moments, I think the use of VAR has been better. So that's a step in the right direction. Thank you. We're going to do one more for Bob here. Uh, Matt Singer, go ahead and take it away. Hi, Bob. How's it going? Thanks for your time. Uh, last week, you said that, you know, Moon isn't ready for a lot of minutes right now. I was wondering if you could provide like an update on his fitness and if he's maybe more likely to make a debut this week. When I got, when now that he's getting through full training sessions, that certainly sets himself up to for minutes. Um, of course, when you haven't played a game and when you, you started preseason with an injury, uh, then we have to determine how many minutes that might be. So He's not ready yet to play 90 minutes, um, but he certainly, now that we've gotten through a full week where he's in training from start to finish, uh, you know, he'll be part of our 20. And, and the next step will be opportunities that come, um, whether in a given game you're trying to push the game and he comes on for the last 30 minutes, whether there's a injury or whether someone picks up a yellow and you want to play safe. So, to really give a big answer on how things are moving along, we just have to wait until now he, he starts to get some games under his belt. We're hopeful that he has uh, become more comfortable with uh, being in a new country, a new club with the way we play. Uh, and then we're excited at some point knowing that, that the real, the real work will, will start when he starts to get on the field in some matches. But uh, uh, we see good things just going on based upon what what we're what's happening in training and this week has been a step up great thanks and sorry we're just going to do one more here for bob bob your last one with vince la rosa hey bob uh i wanted to ask you vince, uh, what's the international signal for uh for a player wanting to come out uh it's the the hand cycling i, I think you might have watched the show and, and seen something huh I learned something every time. It's the international signal on, on a player coming off the field. That, that was that, that was new. So thank you very much for clearing that up for us. 
You're you're very welcome, Bob. <laughs> uh, I want to ask you so so I can learn something now. Uh, you mentioned your tax, tactical flexibility and whether that was out of necessity. Did you see enough in the way you kind of had that wrinkle with Sifu and 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 using him maybe as a dropping deeper? Is that something that you might employ going forward when teams maybe play a little more narrow, defending you? Is that did like I said, did you see enough? Yeah, it's not that much different than when at times we ask our nine to come underneath and help defend more. And we've done that with, you know, when Christian Ramirez was here, that was a new idea for him, but he picked up on it and in some important games did well there. When Diego plays as a nine, he's coming underneath. He's part of actions that develop from deep. Um, when you do it with Sifu, uh, the twist is that that in some moments he's that much more comfortable being part of the midfield, adding an extra number. And then it, it sets up uh, in, in an interesting way to see whether center backs are releasing to him. Is it creating advantages for us in the midfield? Um, you know, we also did a good job of drifting a little bit uh, from side to side. So I thought he handled it well. And those are all subtle uh, twists uh, that fit with the way we try to play and fit with our ideas. So I, I, I liked the way it went. And uh, I, I know that Sifu can handle different roles. Um, to be clear, on days when we play more of a standard three and we're looking for fluidity and some version of rotations, Sifu is very comfortable in all of those situations. So it's uh, a sign of, of how much he means to us as a player. Thanks. That's going to be it for Bob today. Thanks for joining joining us. Up next, we will be joined by Pablo Cisniega.
We're now joined by LAFC goalkeeper Pablo Cisniega. Pablo, I'm just going to start here with, you know, give us your thoughts on, on training this week and, you know, preparing for this next match, your first road match against Houston. I think it's been a good week. I think we've been working very hard as a group. And I think that a lot of people, especially the new guys, are picking up on the on the ideas that the coaching staff is pushing. So I think it's been a, a exciting week because we're also, as you said, getting ready for our first away game. So it's going to be a, a good challenge to go there to Houston. Thanks, Paulo. We're going to start here with Salvador Perez. Salvador, go ahead and unmute yourself. Thank you, Ben. Hola, Pablo. ¿Cómo estás? Muy bien, ¿no? Todo bien. Qué gusto saludarte. Espero que estés muy bien. Y Pablo, eh, yo quisiera hacerte eh, dos preguntas. Eh, la primera, eh, ¿cómo, ¿cómo encuentran ustedes el, el encuentro del, del fin de semana contra Houston Dynamo? Eh, sabemos eh, lo que implica este equipo de Houston, sabemos eh, lo que han venido mostrando y demás, pero ¿cómo, cómo hacerlo frente a un equipo de Houston? Eh, y la segunda, eh, hoy que estás en la portería eh, del IFC, hoy que estás como como primer arquero después de todo lo que pasó, después de todo lo que implicó eh, la salida de Kenneth, que has mostrado buenas, buenas cuentas ahorita en estos dos primeros partidos. Hoy ves el EFC MLS eh, como ese escalón eh, que necesitas eh, para, para volver a Europa después de lo que fue eh, estar con, con Real Sociedad. Pablo, gracias. Sí, bueno, eh, la primera pregunta, creo que el partido contra Houston va a ser un partido muy complicado. Obviamente es un equipo muy bueno, que tiene muy buenos delanteros, muy buenos jugadores, entonces va a ser un gran reto ir ahí a su casa y tratar de ganarles, pero obviamente es para lo que estamos preparando toda la semana. Y respecto a tu segunda pregunta, eh, para mí ahorita el EGC es el club que me dio una oportunidad cuando mi carrera que está en un momento delicado, entonces estoy muy, muy agradecido con ellos. Y ahora mismo me estoy centrando en, en hacer todo lo posible para seguir siendo el número del EGC, para seguir jugando bien y seguir creciendo como portero. Y luego ya lo que pase en el futuro, pues pasará. Pero te digo, ahorita mi cabeza está en el EFC y en, en dar lo mejor de mí para ser el mejor portero que pueda. Gracias, Pablo. Saludos a la familia. Muchas gracias. Daniel Schwartzman. Thank you. Hola, Pablo. Eh, preguntarte sobre la nueva superficie en Houston, en el estadio. Están estrenando ustedes, de hecho, el, el pasto, ¿no? Será, será nuevo. Además, esperan condiciones climáticas eh, adversas, seguramente la lluvia. Eh, ¿Han platicado un poco a, al respecto? ¿Qué esperan? Eh, ¿harán, eh, ¿Cómo harán el reconocimiento de cancha? ¿Es un tema, sobre todo para ti, que eres, que eres portero también? ¿Cómo, cómo, cómo? Perdón, es que no, no escuchamos. Sí, eh, el estadio de Houston va a estrenar pasto eh, en el partido contra ustedes el sábado. Sí. Y además se espera un poco de, de lluvia. En ese sentido, ¿tú cómo te, te preparas como, como portero y si hacen algún reconocimiento de cancha distinto, ¿no? porque es un, será un pasto, ahora sí que lo estarán estrenando? Claro, bueno, obviamente cuando a mí, a mí me gusta cuando llego al estadio, salir a la cancha, eh, más que nada cuando jugamos partidos de visitante y, y ver un poco la cancha, ver cómo están las áreas para, para ver si hay algún lugar donde puede botar raro. Luego en el calentamiento, obviamente, ahí agarras muy buenas sensaciones ahí de, de cómo está el bote y esas cosas, y luego ya en el partido te centras en en tu trabajo y en dar lo mejor. Entonces, en ese sentido, más que nada, estar, pues, obviamente, igual está rápida la cancha, igual es un, un pasto nuevo y eso, entonces estar, estar muy atento, ¿no? Pero obviamente sentarme más que nada en mi trabajo y, y en hacer lo que puedo controlar. Gracias, éxito, Pablo. Muchas gracias. Thank you. José López. ¿Qué tal, Pablo? Un gusto saludarte. 
Oye, la no. semana pasada le, le preguntaba a Bradley sobre ti, que cómo has tenido un gran nivel en estos dos partidos y ¿crees que estás en el camino de finalmente ganarte un puesto en el once titular con las buenas actuaciones que has tenido? Sí, sí, obviamente mi objetivo desde que llegué a Los Ángeles era ser reportero número aquí en Los Ángeles. Entonces yo creo que si sigo haciendo mi trabajo jugando como vengo jugando, este, puedo seguir jugando como, como reportero titular. ¿no? Entonces obviamente tengo que seguir centrado en, en mejorar, en seguir puliendo los detalles y creo que si sigo en ese camino, pues obviamente voy a, voy a seguir jugando. Gracias, Pablo. Mucho éxito. And next question, John Rojas. Thanks, Ben. Pablo, te voy a hacer una en inglés y una en español, por favor. La, la primera, um, in, in English, we, we spoke a few weeks back about the boosting confidence that you had when you were named the number one. Uh, from there now, uh, your routine changed in something Uh, the game days or the daily routine, and then your mind, yourself. Did you change something in yourself? Uh, not, not really the the game day routine or anything. I uh, made my warm up a little shorter, just so I'm a little fresher for the games. But that's the only thing that's really changed. And in the off season, I worked a lot on my mindset and just being more confident in my ability and just playing more, more freely. So I think that's the the, the biggest change that you're seeing maybe from last year to this year. But other than that, um, same guy, same goalkeeper. It's just very focused on trying to give my best every single every single time I step out there. All right, cool. Thanks. And now, uh, in español, la, tienes, tienes enfrente tuyo un trío colombiano, ¿verdad? Sí. Eh, Murillo, Segura y, y, y Edward. Que ellos tres tengan la misma cultura futbolística, no hablamos del lenguaje ni nada, pero la cultura futbolística, ¿ayuda en algo al portero o es indiferente? Eh, bueno, es, es difícil determinar, o sea, de, determinar eso porque obviamente en cada cultura futbolística también hay estilos de juego diferentes, ¿no? Entonces, y cada equipo, si tienes a tres jugadores que en equipos diferentes pueden jugar muy diferentes. Pero lo bueno es que Eddie, Murillo y Eduardo, la verdad que tienen una gran relación entre ellos y se han sabido compaginar muy bien la cancha, entonces ha sido pues un privilegio para mí poder jugar con ellos tres y la que creo que se ha notado ese cambio en defensa de que somos una estructura mucho más sólida y estamos defendiendo mucho mejor. Gracias, Pablo. And we'll just do one more question in Spanish for Pablo and the rest English, please. Josue Lopez, take it away. I, I forgot to lower my hands, my bad, sorry. All good. Katia, <laughs> go ahead. Thanks, Ben. Hola Pablo, gusto saludarte. Eh, hablabas de, de cómo se encuentra el equipo. ¿Qué tan difícil ha sido en este arranque el que no hayan podido estar completos, tener bajas importantes? Hoy ya hablaba Bob de que ha regresado Diego y que va a poder estar disponible. ¿Qué tanto va a ayudar poder tener de regreso a Diego? Creo que ha sido difícil arrancar la temporada sin, sin dos o tres de los mejores jugadores, pero al, al final... Son cosas que pasan en el fútbol y creo que la mente del grupo es de que el que tenga la oportunidad de salir al campo y dar mejor y, y de poder rendir para que el nivel no baje. Y creo que en ese aspecto estamos muy contentos con, con el nivel que hemos dado todos en estos primeros dos partidos. Y obviamente pues que regrese Diego es una gran ayuda porque es uno de los mejores jugadores de la liga y es un, pues un, un gran delantero, entonces nos va a ayudar mucho tenerlo de vuelta. Gracias. And then, yeah, I've got, I just got a couple more questions for you, Pablo. Um, yeah, so, you know, we talked about this being the first road match of the year. You know, last year, after 2019, LAFC led the league in road wins with eight. Last year, 
the club had one road win. Of course, there were a ton of struggles, but, you know, just talk about kind of how you're going to approach these, these road matches coming up. Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing is kind of changing our mentality and getting them in like that switch and being that we want to win every road game. It's not that we're going to go play for a tie. We're going to go play and see what happens is our mentality is we're going to go out there and try and get a positive result every single match. So I thought that last year, we weren't good enough in that in that respect because, as you said, we only had one road win the whole year, which is just unacceptable. So I think this year you're going to see a switch in that respect, and that we're going to be we're going to be better on the road. Great, right, we're going to do one more here with Gio Gio Garcia. Gio, go ahead. Hey, Pablo, just wanted to ask uh, about obviously you've played these two games. You guys had success. Um, just curious, has it made it any difference? I know you talked about confidence, but knowing that you're the number one goalkeeper now and knowing that you don't have to necessarily fight for a job and the job is yours, has that, has that impacted your confidence or did that not have any effect to it? Um, to be, to be honest with you, it hasn't really changed anything. I mean, I, I was going into the season, as I said, with kind of a changed mindset of just trying to push myself in training every day and try and give kind of the best version of myself every single day. So getting the nod from Bob and saying, Hey, you're going to play first game and you're going to keep playing. I mean, obviously it helps, but it's not like it's been a, a huge switch where now it's like, I'm a different goalkeeper and I'm a different person. It's the same thing, same work ethic and same everything. So in that respect, it's very similar. Thank you. Great. Thanks, Pablo. That's going to be it for Pablo today. Appreciate your time. Thank you guys. Up next, we will have, LAFC midfielder Jose Cifuentes. And for Sifu, we will be taking questions in Spanish.
We're now joined by Jose Cifuentes. Lonzo, you want to start us off here? Si nos puedes dar un poco de los pensamientos en lo que llevo la semana en preparación para este partido contra Houston. Eh, hola, ¿qué tal? Creo que hemos estado trabajando de acorde a a planteamiento de de, de Houston. Eh, nos hemos estado preparando mucho para lo que se viene este sábado y esperemos que todo esté eh, como, como, como lo planeamos, como, como hemos venido trabajando esta semana. Thank you. Katia. Thanks, Ben. Sí, fue un gusto saludarte. Quería preguntarte cómo te sentiste el juego pasado, te tocó iniciar, lo que te pidió Bob, tenerte que adaptar un poquito de repente a, a ir al ataque y formar ese tridente al ataque, a veces, bueno, tener que regresar y ayudar a defender y, y estarte cambiando. ¿Cómo, ¿Cómo te sentiste en ese sentido y, y qué te ha pedido ahora para, para el juego contra Houston? Hola, Katia, mucho gusto igual. Eh, eh, ah, creo que me sentí muy bien jugando... Eh, en esa posición eh, me, me sentí me sentí cómodo nos preparamos para eh, ayudar en lo que el equipo no necesite en lo que el equipo quiera para eh, en la posición que, que el equipo no necesite estamos para, para eso creo que fue algo tal vez inesperado pero Gracias a Dios todo salió bien. Ahora nos estamos preparando, como, como dije, para lo que se viene. Eh, que ver la alineación de, del técnico para, para ver quién, quién son los 11 que inician. ¿Qué tanto ayudará, sobre todo adelante, el que, el que ya haya podido regresar Diego a los entrenamientos y que vaya a poder jugar? Ayuda mucho tener lo eh, de diaria. Eh, el goleador que, del equipo nos no ayuda mucho en, en el sistema eh, ofensivo y eh, de gran ayuda tenerlo, tenerlo de vuelta, Diego. Gracias. John Rojas. Thanks, Ben. Hola, Sifu. Gracias por el tiempo. Eh, Sifu 2, la primera con relación al rol, eh, ¿es la primera vez que tienes que hacer un, un recorrido tan amplio, digamos, de estar tan metido en el medio, pero también tan dentro como casi nueve falso de vez en cuando. ¿Es, ¿Es la primera vez que lo haces tan extenso ese recorrido? Sí, de hecho es la, la primera vez que, que juego en esa posición, que me toca hacer ese recorrido de a veces quedar de ocho, a veces quedar de, de nueve, pero eh, creo que, que, que se hizo de una buena manera. Y como dije, estamos para, para ayudar para lo que el, el equipo y el míster no necesite. Y la, y la segunda, ¿me podrías confirmar? Tengo entendido que el profe Alfaro te incluyó en una preliminar de 40. ¿Está eso ya claro? <risa> pues no te podía confirmar eso. No, no tengo idea de, de eso. Vale, gracias. Bueno, Salvador Press. Thank you, Ben. Hola, Sifu. ¿Cómo estás? Qué gusto saludarte. Espero esté todo bien. 
Oye, eh, ya te preguntaron un poco eh, de todo lo que es el tema de Diego, de todo lo que es el tema de todo lo que es el tema del entorno y demás, pero eh, yo quería preguntarte, eh, entendiendo un poco eh, la situación que se vive ahora eh, con el IFC, que es un nuevo torneo, que hay cambios, que han estado más completos y demás, que se ha visto mejor, ¿qué tan complicado será enfrentar a un equipo como, como Houston Dynamo el fin de semana? ¿Qué tan complicado será este equipo contemplando el hecho de que, de que se enciende también un poco eh, la, rival, la rivalidad por el dominio que hay en California, eh, por lo que viene haciendo la Galaxy y demás, pero qué tan importante será eh, el partido del fin de semana contra Houston Dynamo. Gracias, Sifu. Hola, Salvador. Muy bien. También espero que, que te encuentres bien. Eh, de hecho, será un partido muy difícil con, con, un, con un rival complicado. Eh, Creo que nos preparamos para eso, para saber a quién nos enfrentamos, con, con quién nos toca jugar este fin de semana. Y el resultado lo, lo, lo irá todo. Nosotros eh, en, la, en la semana trabajamos para, para enfrentarnos a ellos, para, para manejar el partido, para tomar el, el protagonismo del partido. Y el resultado ya en el partido se, se, va, se va a decir eh, el equipo que, que, que pueda sacar el, el resultado que, que es la victoria. ¿no? Sí, Fu, eh, si me permites eh, una segunda. Eh, ahora con el regreso eh, de Diego Rossi y demás, eh, hoy se recupera cierta tranquilidad quizá en el EFC por lo que implica el regreso de Diego Rossi. Hoy eh, se recupera cierta tranquilidad, eh, Sifu. Gracias. Sí, recuperamos esa tranquilidad porque, como dije, el goleador de, de nuestro equipo, el que en estos momentos necesitamos de él, eh, de, lo que, de lo que él puede hacer este fin de semana. Y estamos a la expectativa de, de, lo que va, de lo que vaya a realizar Diego. Thank you. That's going to be it for Steve today. And that's going to be it for our press conference today. Appreciate everybody for joining us. Just a reminder, I'll be sending around video of our conference today to everyone on our list. If you're not on our list, please let me know at LAFCPR at LAFC.com. And till Saturday, everybody enjoy. Have a good one. Thank you, Ben. Bye, everyone. Thank you, Ben. Ciao. Bye.